guys, welcome to this week's episode of A Drummer's Guide 2. This week I am talking about groove. It's this elusive thing that I've always been obsessed with. So I thought I'd do a video about it and how I developed my groove skills and how I feel like you could probably improve yours, develop yours to a point that you're happy. So enjoy the episode and I'll see you on the other side. Today I wanted to talk about something that was incredibly elusive to me as a kid um still is to be honest um and that is the concept of groove and feel and this is and well this was and still is uh like a focal point for me in my drumming it's it's what i consider to do best in my drumming it's what i've always wanted to do best uh, in my drumming and i just wanted to talk to you a little bit about what it means to me uh, also how I sort of found out what that meant uh, and how to get it, how to get groove and how to be a groovy drummer, uh, a groove based drummer um, with good feel basically and I'd, I'd like to hope that I am that, some people may disagree, it's totally fine um, but that's always my aim basically is to give everything I play really nice feel and, and you know I am not a chops player, I am not a technical player but I can play a song and make it feel good, I hope. <laughs> uh, so, okay, let me start out by saying that when I was very young, uh, when I first started playing, and when I realised that this was the thing that drew me to the drums most, this was the thing that I connected with the most, although at first I didn't really realise what it was, um, I was actually told that I, this is by one person, that I probably wouldn't be able to be that player. I wouldn't be able to be a groove player. And they knew both me and Sharice, and their theory was, or their what they told me, was you will never have as good a groove as Sharice because you're white and she's black. And it sounds ridiculous now, but at the time I was like 11 years old. I didn't know anything. And as far as I knew, this person knew more than me. Um, about this and and I just took their word for it and I just went oh, okay well yeah all right and it put this limiting belief on my capabilities instantly and, and, and it just meant okay well I'm not allowed to be that player because of who I just happen to be and I put I did I put those restrictions on my player that sort of side of my playing I thought okay well that means that I'm meant to be a technical player so I need to work on my technique and and try and be that person although it made me so miserable and you know I although I loved it I still loved it because I at the end of the day I was playing drums and I love drums um it what it meant was I was never I never felt quite at home I never felt quite motivated enough I never felt good enough um, and, and just not fulfilled. Although at the time I didn't realise what these feelings were. I just was sort of, I loved the drums but I wasn't happy with the player that I was and it was very odd. Anyway, I, I, I dealt with this for years until one day I just went, do you know what? No, hold on, that can't be right. That just can't be right because there are players that are white that have wonderful grooves. So I can be that person as well. I just need to work at it. And I realise that you can develop these things. It's not whether you're born with it or not. It's whether you're willing to work hard at it. So I became obsessed. Uh, as you probably know about me already, I get quite obsessed with things. So 
here's basically what I did. Like I said, it was still this very elusive thing. It was like, what, what is groove? And, and you know, I, I know when it feels good. Not from my playing at the time, but more from when other people were playing. I was like, right, I'm nodding my head. I'm loving this. This sounds amazing. Why does it sound amazing? What makes me want to move to this? I don't really sort of understand. Um, so I just set out on this journey to basically find out what groove is and literally any drummer that I cross paths with I would ask them like okay how do you get that feel how how does and by the way apparently the way that I see say feel also sounds like Phil I remember asking one particular drummer who I adore um, how did he develop his feel and he replied well the feel in that song was actually really spontaneous and I was sitting there going oh, okay yeah thanks for asking us answering my question um but in my head I was going I'm such an idiot I can't even pronounce the word feel so I shouldn't even be allowed to be answered that question anyway um yeah so I was just asking every every drummer possible I had lessons with uh, drummers specifically just to talk about feel and time and groove and what that meant and how to develop it. Um, I had a great lesson with Andrew Small who is an, uh, a drummer from the UK and went around to his studio and we were talking about time um, and he was talking to me about, okay, metronome. Do you play to a metronome? And I was like, yeah, 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 I, I practice to a metronome, you know. He's like, all right, great. How do you see time? And I was like, what do you mean? And he's like, how do you see it? Like, if it was a shape, what would it look like? And I was like, it's kind of like just dun, 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 dun. And he was like, ah, see, this is how I see it. It's more like this, dun, 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 dun. And seeing it as this circular round thing, you know, that was continuous, completely changed my whole view of time and metronome and all that sort of stuff click um, so, so it was little nuggets of gold like that, that I kind of like clung on onto and I was like right so time is not linear all right time is more fluid it's more of a circle there's kind of no beginning or end but there is but it's more yeah more fluid than that okay cool and then I started thinking okay well this probably makes sense let me think about the songs that I absolutely the grooves and the feel and let me find out who the drummers are so I did that so I looked uh, at the time I was listening to a lot of John Mayer so uh, I was looking up all his, all the drummers that played on his stuff so uh, that was obviously Steve Jordan on the Continuum album which was probably the first album I properly got into um, and then JJ uh, Johnson who was doing a lot of his live stuff at the time and then um, who else was I looking at I was looking at Oh, uh, Al Green. Absolutely adored that sound. I was just like, this is just perfect. It's so good. A lot of Steely Dan stuff. So that was obviously a lot of Jeff Picaro, Steve Gadd, Bernard Purdy. Um, oh, and the Al Green stuff with Al Jackson Jr., as it turned out. Uh, also, obviously, Bill Withers, who was James Gadson. Anyway, I got this list together of all these drummers that I just was like, their feel on those albums, those songs. Oh, a lot of Mini Ripperton as well, uh, Jim Gordon. Oh my God, amazing. Anyway, I got together this list and I just went, okay, here's what I'm gonna do since I'm an obsessive person and very extreme. I'm going to now go on to, it was either all music or discogs or a mixture of the, ch of the two. And I would find the drummer and 
everything that they've ever played on and I would literally listen to everything that they had played on and I mean as I say I'm a girl of extremes but when you are so obsessed with something you just that's just what you do um and I did and I listened to I mean thousands thousands of tracks and um oh and I added people like Levon Helm to this list as well although he was part of the band turned out he's played on a bunch of like Nora Jones records and like all these other stuff all this other stuff and I was like this is amazing this, like modern more modern stuff which was so interesting seeing his change of like groove and feel and where he places stuff for different songs especially when it's not his songs and of course he has his old so solo career as well um yeah so I just I just became obsessed with that the next thing that I did from that was I got together like my favorite songs from those players and I made a playlist and what I did was every day I would spend hours and I'm talking about hours playing along to these records playing along with these drummers playing along to the other musicians on this record uh, on these records rather and I would record myself on my little mini tape recorder which I wish I could find I'm sure I have it somewhere because I'm sure there's some really old recordings on there and if I find it I will upload it somewhere because I'm sure it'll, it'll at least give you a laugh, I'm sure. Um, yeah, but I used to, I would record myself playing along to these things and then I would listen back. It would inevitably sound awful. I would be nowhere near, you know, that drummer, their groove, their feel, locking in with the other musicians. It would just be awful. I'd then go, okay, calm myself down, try it again. It'd be like 0.0001% better the next time. Okay, cool, do it again. So if you think about it like this, every time you would record it, say that a song is four minutes long, you'd record it, four minutes, then you come back in and you listen back four minutes. So that's eight minutes, let's say a minute in between of sort of like faffing around and stuff. All right, All right let's say two minutes just to round it up to 10 minutes. So in an hour, I was only actually playing six times but I'd be listening back six times and adjusting. So even that 0.0001% that it was getting better, it was exponentially just getting closer and closer to locking in with this drummer. And I think initially, actually, if I'm really honest with myself, I just, I just wanted to be these drummers. I wanted to be Steve Jordan. I wanted to be Bernard Purdy. I wanted to be James Gadson. But actually, as time went on, and as time continues to go on, I realised that there's always going to be an element of me. There's always going to be an element of exactly, like, all the influences that I've had over the years. Every single little experience comes into me and comes out of me when I play. So I was never going to be exactly that player. And actually, what I realised was that's something to be celebrated. We're all our own player. You know, no two drummers are the same. None like not even slightly and that's a really great thing but if I could sort of like bring these players into the DNA of my playing then I figured I'd kind of be in a good like a good place to kind of like start at the very least but anyway as I did this sort of like this intensive mental practice I gradually sort of saw a change in my playing and of course you know at the weekends or in the evenings I would be out gigging with bands and I saw a noticeable difference of um, people reacting to my playing. So people have all, uh, like, 
Oh, that sounds really big-headed what I was just about to say. I was gonna say, but don't take this in a horrible, like, in a bad way. Um, like, people always responded well to my playing. Like, when I was playing with them, it always was, like, positive, which was great. But then there definitely was a change when I started playing and I would see the musicians move more. Or really, you know, you know that groove face that everyone has? You know, let's do a bass play, like that that kind of groove face, I was seeing more of that and I was just like, oh, this is working, this is good. Then <laughs> it sort of emanated, so it went from being just like the bass player, then maybe the guitarist, then maybe the singer. Now if the singer actually realises that there's a change and they're getting into it, you're definitely onto a winner. <laughs> um, but then it emanated into the crowd and some of the crowds were all of four people on a Sunday afternoon in Hammersmith and, you know, playing covers. But those four people were responding and they were moving their heads and sometimes they were dancing and sometimes it was because they were drunk, but sometimes they weren't. And then it's sort of like the crowds became bigger and more people would be moving and it was just this interesting sort of change of like, this is working. This is it, like, I'm becoming the player that I've always wanted to be since I was like 11. And I'd say that this change probably started happening around when I was maybe 22, maybe 23. Uh, and it, and it, it, it opened up everything for me because suddenly I was becoming this player that I always wanted to be and I knew how to get there. And I knew that if I just did more of this, then I would, and I continue to do more of this. You know, I'm not saying that I'm where I want to be because I'm not. Uh, I don't think I ever will be. I think that that's a, the, the blessing and the curse of music, as I always say. Like, you can never know everything. You can never be great at everything. It's just, it's just a journey. You can, you can just improve on stuff and get more towards where you want to be. Um, but yeah, I, I continue to do this. I still play along to tracks of, you know, drummers or, or yeah, just songs that I love the feel of and I try and lock in with them and I try and just like, you know, just become a part of it, you know, settle into a song. Um, and I still record myself and I listen back, admittedly with a slightly more advanced setup than just that mini tape recorder. Um, yeah, and I mean, to me these days, groove, to me is a is a it's a feeling it's it's something that hits you in the gut you know i mean i'm all like i love watching players doing all the mad you know crazy stuff that's wicked but the thing that will literally make me break down in tears and it happens it does and you're gonna think i'm mad is when i hear a drummer just going and it hits me in the heart and the stomach and i'm just like and it wins me and you know that's to me like heaven absolute heaven and so what groove to me is just you know it's that feeling it's that motion it's it's not it's not it's still not linear in fact it's not even that anymore it's kind of this fluid thing like that it makes you want to dance and it and it's almost like a warm blanket around the whole song i suppose and just and this cohesive thing that is projected out to an audience and um, yeah it's still pretty elusive but when you're playing and, and, and you know you're in that groove you can feel it 
and you know you're there definitely and that doesn't mean that you can't improve upon it and make it even more like feel even more amazing and warm and gorgeous um but yeah i'd say if you want to get towards that elusive groove thing definitely playing along to drummers artists that you that connect with you that, that that make you feel something if you can connect to that and then see why that is and and recreate it then maybe it'll become part of your dna and the way that you approach playing songs or just playing generally um, another interesting thing of course is uh, finding out about the drummers who have played on records but then another slightly obsessive thing i used to do find out who their influences were i would read like so many biographies and interviews and just all sorts of stuff to try and work out why drummers played the way that they did um, i didn't do that as intensely as recording myself playing to these drummers but it was definitely an element of uh, how i how i developed my groove i guess um but yeah anyway have i rambled enough today i'm pretty certain i have but yeah thanks for listening and um I will be back next week with another topic. I don't know what that is yet because I do these things quite on the fly, to be honest. Well, since that was recorded so long ago, I can actually tell you exactly what I'm talking about next week. <laughs> and that is about failure. I share the most painful moment in my professional life uh, that I've ever had and how I dealt with that, what that meant, how it actually ended up being the best moment of my life um, in hindsight at the time. Absolutely heartbreaking. But I hope you'll join me for that. In the meantime, please sign up to the A Drummer's Guide to mailing list by going over to www.adrummersguide2.com. Equally, if you'd like me to talk about any particular subjects that uh, you want me to cover then send me an email at info at a drummer's guide com. anyway i look forward to seeing you next week as you hear about the worst day of my life and uh, there's lots of crying involved not from me but you know from me in the story and uh yeah until then have a lovely week and i'll see you then all right lots of love bye <laughs>